Welcome back to Monocycle, a podcast by Man Repeller hosted by me. I feel fiercely humbled, I must say, by some of the reactions and responses to the episode that went live last week, uh, which was recorded an hour after I found out that an IVF embryo transplant failed. I feel really, really lucky to have you guys in my life. And more and more, it's beginning to feel like we are an actual sisterhood, an interactive one, not one where I'm just talking to you, but one where you're responding. And that makes me feel really proud. The reason I wanted to record a follow-up episode is because it didn't feel right ending the conversation about my fertility struggle on such a dark note. Now that I've been able to sit on the information, to absorb it, to process it, to develop mechanisms, to fight against it, I do feel really strongly that it's important and empowering to hear that I've quote-unquote recovered. And maybe recovery is not really the word, but that things get better, things are okay. There was such candid fakeness in the way that I said everything's going to be okay at the end of last week's episode. I heard it when I was listening back. Like I was trying to convince myself that everything would be okay because somewhere deep down I knew that it would and I know that it will be and I, and I believe that it is. But I didn't believe it then and I know I didn't believe it then. I could tell that I didn't believe it and I didn't want you to think because you guys are super fucking smart. I didn't want you to think that that candid fakeness was going unnoticed by me. Sharing something when it's so raw is really, really special for a lot of the same reasons that I mentioned last week. Before you've been able to put the emotions away, give them a title, and then share them in first-person essay form, you let the world do with them what, what it wants. You know, we're living through the age of the first-person essay, of these authentic stories of, I tried the X for a week, and Y is what happened, and this is my story, let me share it with you. But the thing is that so few people are actually sharing those stories while they're going through it. And I know that for me, what often comes up is what do I do right now to make myself feel better? I know that you're telling me that everything's going to be okay. And I believe with my heart and my whole existence that everything will be okay. But right now, I can't understand that. My mind cannot process that. And I need to know what to do in this moment to feel better. So what do I do? And so far, all I've come up with is experience empathy, feel empathy, feel like someone else actually gets me. And the only way to ever feel that way is to put yourself out there, isn't it? Last week's episode may have left you feeling a little bit concerned about my well-being. And the reason I'm recording this episode is as a follow-up to that to assure you that even though technically speaking nothing has changed about my situation, I'm feeling much better. But also to tell you that the old age about time healing stuff really is true. It's, it's part time, part attitude. And what facilitates a good attitude? Probably letting it all out, the outpour, not, not packing stuff away when you're feeling it, you know? 
even if you don't know what to make of your emotions while you're going through them, just spit them out, throw them on the wall like it's a brainstorm session. You don't have to do anything with them. You certainly don't have to publish them, but just put it out there for yourself. Uh, and then put it away. Put it away until you're ready to listen to it again. And what you'll find when you listen to it again is that you're going to strike this very unique and interesting relationship with yourself, with a former version of yourself. I know that part of me, when I listen back at that episode, which I've now done two or three times, feels not sorry for myself, but like I wish I could have consoled myself. I heard the disparity in my own voice and I heard how sad I was and it was somewhat relieving because part of me was like, wow, I really, really want something that is so beyond me. My entire existence is jonesing for this child. It's jonesing to bring new life into the world, to show the world what the life that I bring in is capable of achieving, which arguably is narcissistic in and of itself. But part of the reason it's so comforting for me is because it makes me feel like maybe I don't have narcissistic personality disorder. It's so, it feels so good to not be thinking about myself, to not be caring about myself, to want something that is so far removed from me, so far away from me. So that's definitely one thing. But also because it helps you, it helps you manage your feelings. It helps you compartmentalize them. And so here we are now this week... Again, three weeks past my initial finding out about the failed implant, without any real resolution in place, but an overall uplifted morale. And so what did it take to get here? How did I get here? Certainly it helped to share. It's been extremely cathartic to have somewhere to deposit these thoughts. And even if I didn't publish them and they didn't go anywhere, recording is kind of just enough. Even to be able to play back these experiences, these vocal experiences that I'm depositing without putting them anywhere, it's so powerful because you get to relive your thought process and you get to hear yourself talking through it and nobody knows you like you do. And so you can hear how your voice sounds when you're deflated, when you're excited, when you feel hope, when you feel despair. It's really powerful and really, really strong. And so I recommend it for everyone. I think I have before, but I'm going to recommend it again. So that's another thing. But mostly, this episode stands as a lesson, right? A lesson in believing in yourself, in feeling comfortable enough to put yourself out there. And when I say put yourself out there, I don't mean it literally. Put yourself out there just for yourself. Allow yourself to recognize an emotion, to feel it, to say while you feel like shit that you feel like shit. There's so much emphasis on us always feeling good and being happy and, you know, I'm great and this and that. If you're going through something hard, look in the mirror and say, what the fuck is going on right now? Cry if you need to. Nobody needs to be there, but confront yourself. Confront yourself and document it. Listen back two weeks later, whether or not you are actually happier or perhaps even more upset and in a darker place, you're still in a different place and that means movement and movement is what's important here, right? Allow yourself to feel like you hit rock bottom. 
because at least at that point, there's nowhere to go but up. I know I told myself last week that everything was going to be okay, but now I believe it, you know? Everything is gonna be okay. Everything is okay. Yeah. It's all good. I know it seems more like I'm the one who's talking to you, but the reason that the comments under these posts on Man Repeller exist is because I so freaking love hearing your feedback. So please, please, please keep it coming. 